Sans Pants Radio, Australia's least coherent podcast network. that sound that how does that look good it, oh it looks gorgeous yeah. and sounds even better ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sound of the bully don't tell him don't tell him all right this is the Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema. My name is Funky Chunky Beck Charwood, and with me is my gorgeous, funky spunky co-host, Alex J. I appreciate you not going with the chunky for me. Yeah, no, um, I know. You don't like to be called chunky. I would have spiraled for yeah. days. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So thank you. This is the podcast where we watch the movies that dudes just can't believe we haven't seen. Oh, baby. And this week we've got a Pearler of a movie for you. Holy is this fuck a, me. Is this fan requested? Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, Madeline in, in an email requested Fear and Loathing. Okay. Um, and I also just request it in myself as I, well. Yeah, because I thank you so much, uh, Madeline, for um, giving this to us. Because this is something that has been floating around the ether. Mm. For a, I've like I've heard of it. I know when people say Fear and Loathing of Vegas, I see the bucket hat, I see the Jim Jones sunglasses. Oh, you had visuals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And what did you know about the film? That's oh, I knew it was about drugs. Mm. Um and a bucket hat, Full Jim Jones stop. sunglasses that's and that's it. <laughs> Honestly looked sweaty. I'll say that. Yeah, right. That's what I thought. Have you ever been like told to you have to see this movie or have you known someone who's it's their favorite? No, no one's favorite. I've you've, heard a lot of you've people not been be friends like with any psychos it turns no, out. No, no. I actually um I don't take that many drugs. <laughs> so, um <laughs> Yeah, it hasn't popped into my head. <laughs> hasn't come across my desk. Oh my God, my psychedelic desk. Yeah, but I've fallen across my typewriter, if you will. Um, uh. <laughs> Alex, what's your history with this movie? Uh, same. I just, I know of it. I think I started maybe to watch it years ago and was like, Yikes. what the fuck is going on? Like, could you imagine, like, for people like us, not cinephiles. Well-to-do citizens. But cool girls. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Just a podcast with two cool girls. Cool girls. And cool is K-E-W-L. Obviously. Oh, obviously. My mum's talking. And girls is yeah. spelt in the Adelaide way. G-E-W-L. Cool. Gills. Gills. The little gills. I've heard them say it on the news there and I really? get so angry. Oh, my mum says, shout out to Michelle, where my mum says cool like kill. <laughs> Michelle Cool Anyway um, Fuck what was I saying There were a bunch of cool girls Thank you Yeah <laughs> I did a little cheers as I said thank you everyone I actually can't remember But anyway Anyway We're um, just a bunch of cool girls Oh yeah I think I started watching it And then was like this is not for me Yeah At all And definitely have felt like shitty for not one, not watching it mm. and B, not being like all about it. Yeah. I feel like, again, it's the people who are big into cinema. Yeah. Who are like, oh, you've got to see it. Because of the 
angles yeah. and the direction. Yeah, and, and everyone's eyes and, and I don't know. Props. <laughs> uh, <laughs> light. We're so uncomfortable. Colour right palette. <laughs> oh, we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this is it. I do remember, yeah, when from watching it that one time or starting to watch it, I do remember feeling sick. Yeah. And turning it off. Yeah. You want to hear a great story is uh, my boyfriend, he was like, oh, because we had the options for watching movies of uh, Fear and Loathing in Vegas or what we're doing next week. Spoiler alert, Batman Begins. Batman Begins, and he's nerds, dream your pants. Get it real there. <laughs> I'm so scared. Um, <laughs> but he was like, he's like, I will never, ever, ever watch that movie with you. Fear oh, and Loathing in Las Vegas. Really? Because he took acid and watched this movie. Yeah. How is he still alive? Yeah, and he was like, he was and like, insane. He's like, I got most of the way through, and everyone had left, and he had to call over a friend who like wasn't <gasps> as high to be like, can you just move the mouse and tell me how long it's got left? <laughs> and, and then, and he'd only been watching thirty five minutes of the movie. Oh my god! Oh my god! I was like, I had the exact same experience sober. <laughs> Fuck watching this movie yeah, on this any movie. kind of drugs. No way. So if you haven't seen it, though, we are going to definitely lay out the plot for I mean, it's you, not uh, – there's not much plot to follow. Yeah. So actually, yeah, you don't even need to see this. You can, Yeah, actually, yeah, we can say that up top. You don't need to see it. If you yeah. haven't already, this movie's not for you. Yeah. Like, if, you, if this movie's for you, it's already come across your desk and yeah. typewriter. You- <laughs> You've already seen it. You know. Otherwise – just, just <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, um, shall we? Let's get into it. You want me to go to Las Vegas at once? Make contact with a Portuguese photographer on the Serta. As your attorney, I advise you to rent a very fast car with no top. Mm-hmm. And you'll need the cocaine. What kind of story is this? Zim in 400. It's the richest off-road race for motorcycles and dune buggies in the history of organized sport. The race was definitely underway. I had witnessed the start, and was sure of that much. Are you ready for that? Checking into a Vegas hotel under a phony name with intent to commit capital fraud and a head full of acid? I sure hope so. Strange memories on this nervous night in Las Vegas. Has it been five years? Six? It seems like a lifetime. The kind of peak that never comes again. Lucy paints portraits of Barbara Streisand. A bless. We were riding the crest of a high and beautiful wave. I want you to throw that fucking radio into the tub with me. Hmm. Raul Duke. I'd uh, like the beat, please. Oh, okay, sorry. Raul Duke. And his attorney, Dr. Gonzo, drive a red convertible across the Mojave Desert to Las Vegas with a suitcase full of drugs to cover a motorcycle race. As their consumption of drugs increases at an alarming rate, the Stone duo trash their hotel room and fear legal repercussions. Duke begins to drive back to L.A., 
but after an odd run in with a cop, but after an odd run in with a cop, he returns to Sin City and continues his wild drug binge. Insane. Insane. Beautiful. Um. Y- yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. At a very basic level. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the plot. Uh, to sum it up, I'd like to say mm. that the plot of this movie is drugs. Yep. Full stop. And insane. <laughs> Finn. <laughs> it really is. It is just two guys doing drugs. About, uh, Doing drugs in the seventies, where it turns out um, accountability not a thing. Law you, doesn't exist. No, unless you kill someone in front of another person. Yeah, you're not going to jail in front of a cop. And even yeah. then, I imagine. And even then, was, there's questions. There were some things that slid. Know? Fuck. Um, it really is. It's I, yeah. This <sighs> m- movie is yucky. <laughs> Uh, it's yucky as fuck. It's to watching like okay, so imagine you're uh, at a nicer dinner mm. in a restaurant, Ooh. and then but you see like uh, two dudes in the corner who are definitely high, oh. right? But they're like they're too high to be in a restaurant. Mm. You're like, oh god, I hope they this leave is soon. And, yeah, don't cause yeah. a scene. Yeah, you're like that's f- you've made decisions. That's how you live your life. Whatever. Whatever. Where you know we're gonna order dessert soon. We'll be out of here. Mm. Um, but instead, they get higher and higher and just crazy and sweatier and and louder and they're fucking shit up and then they're like, you can't leave the restaurant and you're like, why? But and I want you, to. Yeah, but then you're just you. They they're sitting near the door. And you're like, ah, oh, if we go near the door, then we'll be. So they're not saying you can't leave, but you're like, ah, uh, we have to engage with them in order, in order to, to leave. leave. And you're like, I don't want to do this. So you're just stuck watching this nightmare unfold. Trapped. Yeah. That's exactly That's the what this movie, of this movie is. Yeah. It's, Except you, you're not with friends. You're just watching this in your room alone. By yourself and so, trying to take notes on yeah. what is just a fucking shit show in front of you on a screen. Uh, a nightmare. Did you follow the plot? Like there was a plot. Yeah. Like v- vaguely, like about how he's a journalist and shit. Did you follow like the race that he was meant to go to and who Christina Ritchie was? Like did you follow all that? Because I read – like I didn't at all. I would yeah. say that and I – you know, I don't think of myself as the smartest person at the best of times, but I feel like I can follow hey. a plot. Thank you. You're very smart. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. It's these movies that have fucked our lives. <laughs> these these movies, movies are gaslighting me. Yeah. But, like, even I, I I just, again, I can't remember what I was about to say. Oh, what's the plot of this movie? So this movie's given us amnesia. It's put a hole in our brain. It's fucked with my this head. This movie has made me feel like I've done too much MFT or whatever the fuck it is. I, whatever words they fucking used. But, yeah, so there is a plot, but it was so secondary yeah. to just every uh, all the shit that was happening. Yeah. I'll lay out the secondary plot. So, basically, yeah. this guy is a Vietnam veteran, question mark, maybe, or he's just oh. a fuckhead. Mm, oh. who, no, or he is such a fuckhead who's fucked on drugs. He thinks he's a Vietnam vet. One of those, not quite sure. Cool. Doesn't um, this sound great, you guys? Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Um, anyway, so he, uh, the movie starts, he's in a shiny red convertible car 
with uh, his disgusting slug of an attorney in question marks. Um, no idea who this fuck is. Benicio Del Toro too, by the way, which is definitely a name that I know. Uh, oh, we've had him in other movies. Have we? And he is, he's in fucking um, The Princess Bride. Shut up. Isn't he? Is he? Yeah. Oh, bummer. No, someone's about to yell at us. Pause. <laughs> I mean, I know, but I know that name. Del Toro. We'll find it before you. <laughs> Del. Oh fuck! I haven't even. The Usual Suspects. We saw him in Usual yes. Suspects. Yes. Okay. Not the Princess Bright. Damn it. I mean, maybe. Maybe. I also don't care. Yeah. Oop. Enough. Um. He so was in a Star Wars. Is that in a Star upset Wars? You? <laughs> One of them. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Thank you for making me feel Wait, fine so, after that. Uh, Benicio de Toro, was he the attorney? Yes. Yikes. Mm. Uh, he definitely did it. put on some white for the role. Yeah, I think he, I read the Yikes. Oh, that's what I was going to say. So I had to read the like Wikipedia plot outline, mm. outline and I was like, oh, is that why he was in Vegas? Yeah. Is that what that fucking desert shit was? Like it just none of it actually yeah. clicked. Well, is he even real? That's the question. Is it? I don't know. Is it a question? I don't know. Oh, God, I don't I want it I got those be, vibes from this movie. I don't want it to be a question. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they're fucked on drugs driving very dangerously very stressful um mm. and uh and they go into vegas to uh write a story on a bike race yeah. uh, but they're so fucked out of their mind on drugs the whole time they get there they make enemies with everyone they're sweaty they're disgusting uh they so he gets there he meets a photographer who he's fucking scared of because he's on drugs uh and then kicks him off the race uh, fucking yeah. yeah yeah um even now it's i'm fucking losing my so mind trying to think cloudy. and so then he uh writes the story in question marks i don't know he's carrying on a typewriter the whole time mm. it's like uh, just leave it just, you take a pen and paper with you you fucking psycho be good at your job yeah just write down dot points yeah well take one of those little tape recorders yeah he's got one of those. that way yeah they had those in the 70s fuck you for sure Anyway, and then so he writes the story. Maybe I don't know. There's just drugs, 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 drugs. Like literally, like a, a hundred different kinds of drugs. It's not just like yeah. they're on acid the whole time. Like it's every type of drug that's ever existed yeah. is in their arsenal. They're like it's a bear tranquilizer mixed with a yeah. party popper. What the <sighs> fuck? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yuck. Yuck. So anyway, he starts driving back. To LA, and I'm like, thank God. Yeah. This is like, thank the Lord that that's over. It's done. Not gets halfway there, and it, it, they're like, "What are you doing? Get a fuck back. Get a fuck back to Vegas." And I'm oh, like, "No, yeah. don't." Is that the cop? No, he's like writer. He's um fucking oh, boss attorney. calls him. Oh, the boss, right? He's also the attorney. I hate it. So I'm like, wait, isn't the attorney with him in Vegas or is it a figment of his imagination? Oh, fuck. Fuck off. No, I, yeah, I hope thing. it's not. Yeah. I bet there's fucking some non-linear storytelling in this too somewhere. Yeah. That we've uh, even missed. Yeah, there's also a cop on the highway um, who's played by uh, Gary Busey mm. who asked to kiss him. Mm. And because it's the 70s, they're like, wow, that's fucking wacky. And we're like, ah, oh, shut up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Everything in it. Yeah. Oh, but this is only halfway through, by yeah. the way. 
Uh, and then he goes back to Vegas. And then the next uh, hour and a half, maybe, I don't know, yeah. uh, is just a, a bunch of more doing drugs shoved in with some uh, celebrity cameo after celebrity cameo. Oh, you couldn't you couldn't shove more celebrity cameos into this movie. Yeah, it was bullshit. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, he goes back to write another story, maybe. I don't know. Oh. Uh, there's uh, Christina Ritchie is there playing a child. A child. Who, uh, do they uh, sexually assault? Probably. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. It sounds like Benicio yeah. Del Toro did. Yeah. I mean, his character, but yeah. I don't know what his name was. So. Or they gave her enough drugs. You're like, ah, that's... Not chill. Anyway, um, she paints portraits of Barbara Streisand. Who gives a fuck? Uh, it's just all. It's just a fever dream, but not a cool one. Yeah, like right? this. I think is just like it looks like it was a lot of fun to be on set. Yeah, that's a good point. Like they were just like, "Hey, let's be wacky," mm. and everyone's like, "Great, mm. cool." Let's I think have fun it with this. Doesn't do any justice. For like, it doesn't give the viewer anything. I don't think it contributes to cinema. Yeah, in general. Dead set. Oh yeah. I think if anything, it detracts from it. Yeah. And I'm an expert now, so I can say that. Yeah. Oh yeah. We we we're what eighty two episodes. In? Oh yeah, we've seen. We've fuck. S- oh my god, we've seen eighty two movies. Eighty two movies. That's. I reckon that's more movies than I'd seen yeah. in my entire life, precluding this podcast. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. In, yeah. In in total. Mm. So. Oh, um, and end of the movie, he... I don't even remember how it ends. Does he leave Vegas? Actually, I don't care enough. Yeah, I th- he le- he leaves question mark. Who knows? Who knows? Um, he but he doesn't die, which is a mystery to me. He's got to die, like, in the next few years at least after yeah. this movie. Yeah, he has yeah. to. His organs have to fail. Yeah, I was hoping he died at some point in this movie. I would have seen that and been like, cool, that makes sense. I'd be like, that's a satisfying ending. That's the closure Actually, I need. that would have been awesome if he died at the end of the movie. That would have been cool. I'd be, I'd be talking in a completely different tone. Yeah, that would have been a night. Yeah, that would, it would have been closure. Yeah. It would have been like, yeah, you can't live this way and not die yeah. <laughs> after it. Well, he died, but then he didn't really die. He just died in his mind. I hate ah. it. This is like, like we were saying in a recent episode, like nonlinear storytelling is sucks and it's annoying because it doesn't let the viewer in on what the situation is. Mm. You're on the back foot the whole time. I felt so on the back foot this entire movie. And it's very linear. It's so linear. It gives you too much details. It's very chronological, but... Nothing's it, happening. Nothing's happening and there's no backstory to anything. You know what? Actually, too much is happening. If yeah. anything, too much is happening in the moment that there's zero context, zero backstory. I, th- My biggest problem, I think, with this movie is that you don't – I didn't care about anything. Like yeah. plot, characters, well-being, future. Any, I didn't give a shit about any of them. No. The only person I gave a shit about was Christina Ricci's character. Yeah, because I was like, I hope she is safe. I'm worried. Yeah. Um, but everything else is like, but aren't we supposed to care about these ca- characters in movies in general? Yeah. Isn't that the whole point? Whether oh. you hate or love any kind, like just have an emotion or for them. Or love to hate them. Yeah, exactly. But I just didn't, I was apathetic to them. I was just like, this is weird and I just don't yeah. give a shit. My first note is I hate these assholes. <laughs> and they are assholes. They're assholes. From the moment uh, Johnny Depp's character, spoiler alert, 
Johnny Depp's in this movie. Yes. Only took me 25 minutes to realise it. Does not look like a Johnny Depp, does he? No, no, no. Speaking of, actually, that's a um, timely thing for today. So I don't know if you saw online, but today Instagram sent us an alert on our uh, Dude Cinema Pod page that just said, at Dude's New Report, since you follow Russell Crowe, because we followed him after Gladiator, oh. you might like Johnny Depp. Oh, for fuck's sake. <sighs> I'm offended. Uh, but also, can I just say, um, we did kind of, we did, um, we, we were like, there's nothing wrong with Russell Crowe. Uh, oh, no. Uh, uh, do you remember the incident with the phone? Do you hear about the phone incident? Wasn't that Mel Gibson? No. Oh, no. Russell I thought it was Mel Gibson. With the phone. I attributed all yeah. of them to Mel. Yeah, no. He threw a phone at yeah, someone. Yeah, and he did something else shitty, like he cheated on his wife or something like that. Look, I don't. You forgive him? Well, I don't <laughs> I don't think it's up to us as public to cast aspersions on cheating. I think that's very private okay, and yeah. very of, like, I don't think. Celebrities cheating is any of our business as the public. Unless it's with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless Sorry. it's all like, or unless it's like with an underage person or something. Yeah. Then we can be outraged. But yeah, cheating then it's I not mean, cheating. It's a rape. Yeah. But cheating is like you don't know what's going on in their yeah. relationship. Anyway. Um but throwing a phone at, at a yeah. journalist, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bad, bad, bad. Anyway. Fuck. Um Sorry if he's just become an avid listener since last episode. I did just tag him in a post. Fuck. <laughs> like, honestly, like, we, we gave you all the compliments. We can mention the phone thing once, yeah. Russell. I'll look into it. I'll form an opinion. And also all of our listeners already knew. And went like, guys, come on. Okay, all those tweets now make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like. <laughs> From the listeners. Yeah. Just the phone emoji. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so well, Johnny Depp. Even though, but even so, I mean, obvi- like light years difference between a Johnny Depp and a Russell Crowe in terms of pro bonus. Yeah, you know, how I am offended at Instagram for putting them into the same category. Yeah. Johnny Depp is a bad bad man. Um, yeah, bad man. It's such a just another one of those bummer bad men. Like he's such a good actor. Yeah, so beloved. Like, come on, man. Fucking hell! Can we have nothing good in this life? Nah. Nope. Unless. They're women. Bam. Yeah. Put them in Hollywood. Get him in, put him in more hero roles. Yeah. Let us look up to women more. They're so much less likely to throw phones at people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I've not once thrown a phone at a person. Alex, that's so brave. Thank you. I think I've, I've I was going to say, have you, I, I don't, I can't remember that you, you have. I can't. Not a phone. I wouldn't throw a phone because I don't have enough money to throw a phone. True, true, Like, true. I think throwing a phone 2020 is so much different to, like, throwing a phone early yeah. 2000s. You need disposable income to buy a backup phone. Yeah. Like, I think, like, now throwing a smartphone at someone, it's like, fuck, you are literally throwing your life away. You are throwing $1,000 at that person. To maybe hit someone. And your life. Yeah, you're yeah, right. And your actual good life. Aim. Yeah, yeah. But in, like, you know, like, if it was, like, a landline phone... I remember it being a landline. Yeah, it's like us. it's thick, it's heavy. There's a high chance of you hitting the target. Mm. Minimal loss. Totally. You can pick another one up at Target for yeah. 20 bucks. Oh, easy. Don't have to worry about a SIM card mm. or Apple ID and transporting or yeah. anything. You just yeah. plug it back in. 
I probably would throw a landline. Yeah. Although then mid-2000, 2010, you throw a Nokia 3310 at someone, that's attempted murder and you go straight to jail. <laughs> Because that will kill a man. That is a brick. You are throwing a brick yeah. at a person. Yeah. That <laughs> will fuck them up. Where do we – okay, cast. Should we just like kind of run yeah. through all the cameos, get them out of the way? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. There's so many. This but cast well, like, is crazy. There's so many cameos, but as well, I couldn't pick them. Oh, I was very – you know what? A lot of them I was like – who are you? Mm. I know you. Oh, yeah, you could see that they were recognisable. Yeah. But um, I was like, eh, I do, I do a lot of Googling. That was actually the funnest part of this movie was like the satisfaction that I had of being like, oh, that's blah, blah. Oh, that's blah, blah. So if you need to watch this movie for some reason, yeah, take that from it. It's a game of guess who. I yeah. think is the only reason you should watch this yeah. movie. Um, yeah. Okay. So fun guess who okay. movie. Um, who is your favorite? My cameo? F- oh, my favorite. Oh, that's oh, it has to be Detective Stabler. Yes, yes. mine too. <laughs> mine too. Elliot Stabler from SVU. Hell yeah. Because uh, for a second I was like, John Ham? And then I was like, no. Oh, I can see that though. Yeah. There is a resemblance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That like thinner face, mm. tall white guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was my favorite because I just love like everyone just loves him because he was Detective Stabler for like 45 years, yeah, I want to say. a million years. And he was like this like very hardened detective. And then like that's how I've grown up with him mm. as an actor. And then as I've gotten older, all of a sudden, all of this like back catalogue of like incredible comedy shit has yeah. come forward. And I'm like, he's a uh, – I love him. The man has range. So much range. So he's in this as, as the hotel clerk. Yeah. And he was great. He was in it for like two minutes and he nailed it. Yeah. He was at the gay hotel clerk. That's right. Yeah. Which they were like, oh, he wants to fuck me. And I was like, crap. Johnny Depp. Bald Johnny Depp. Yeah. No, he does not. Yeah, you're balding. You smell like shit. 20 kilos overweight Benicio del Toro. Also yeah. like really shady dude mm. in terms of women's ages yeah he's, he's not wanting to fuck you all right yeah. he's detective stabler yeah no need you know whose cameo i was most disappointed yes. about oh. in this who's cameron diaz oh shit i forgot i didn't even write her down yeah she's uh she was like in it for like a second she's in the lift yeah and i was like it was very baby cameron yeah i was still just like what are you doing here? Why, Cameron? Why? Like, there is like a there's a thing of like a pretty status of like you don't have to do these things, you know? Like, I reckon she didn't know that yet, though, because she I don't. What year was this? Uh, nineteen ninety eight. She looks exactly the same as she did in the mask, and I remember yeah. the mask was like her first breakout role. So I wonder if this is like her second role. Hey, yeah. And so she didn't know yeah. that she didn't have to do bullshit like this yet. She didn't and know she was Cameron Diaz yet, you know? Yeah, and this is as well like such an all-star cast that if you saw the lineup, yeah. you would be like, yeah, oh, cool, I'll do it. You'd be like Johnny Depp, Benicio Del Toro fucking starring. Yeah. And then you've also got Gary Busey and Detective Stabler. Like, sign yeah. me up. <laughs> yeah, you're like, of course, yeah, I'll be in this movie. What, what I'm going to be there for two seconds in an elevator? Sure. How bad can it be? Sure, sure. 
baby Cameron, baby Toby Maguire too. Oh, baby, baby, baby Toby Maguire. Wow. And I don't really. Oh, hold up. Sorry. No, mm. sorry. The people need to know. Hold up. Hold up. Shut your mouth. Everyone lock the doors. Sit down and listen to this bullshit. We'll give you a second to do all those things. Here. Okay. Yeah. Have you done it? Good. All right. These are the list of movies that Cameron Diaz was in before Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. The Mask. She's the one. Don't know what that is. Feeling Minnesota, which is her and Keanu Reeves. Oh, really? Let's watch that on the Patreon. Hell yeah. Um, fucking My Best Friend's Wedding. She did My Best Friend's Wedding before this? Yes. No. Yes. She did, okay, she did The Mask and My Best Friend's yeah. Wedding and then, and then Fear and Loathing? Yeah, and then there's about like four or five other little movies in there. She used to fire her agent. Yeah. That agent sucks. I hope she fired yeah. them. Oh, for sure. Literally the same year she did. Wait, when did something about Mary? Something about Mary came out the same year. What? Yeah. <laughs> As fear and loathing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. I'm actually stunned. Mm. Outraged. I'd love to know her thoughts on this movie, like her genuine thoughts, not yeah. her like Hollywood thoughts. Yeah, when we her get her on the pod, yeah. we'll <laughs> sit her down and nut it out. I not in oh. that way, you disgusting, beautiful Ooh, listeners. Well, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm single. We don't know what she's up to. Oh, oh, okay. No, she's married to Benji Madden, is it? Yeah, yeah. And I have a kid. Fuck. All right. Bad Charlotte. <laughs> Bad Charlotte. Bad Charlotte. <laughs> Get to your room, Charlotte. Gary Busey is a cop. Was, yeah. I, I really liked that. I actually. only saw the teeth and I was like, Gary Busey. Yeah. I liked him. He, he's, he's a weird guy. So it made sense that he was playing that weird guy cop character. I I will pay that. Like, yeah. That was a really good casting. That was a good little treat. I was like, okay, I did enjoy that. And I read that the whole can you give me a kiss thing, mm. Gary Busey um, ad-libbed that. That wasn't in the script. Yeah, that felt uh, – that was a one line I was like, this is funny. This is the only funny thing anyone and has said the, this whole movie. That's the only thing I liked in the whole movie and it wasn't in the fucking script. Yeah. So – What does that say Let's, about the writer? What's actually, his name? Hunter. Oh, oh, this is based on a Hunter book. Hunter Thompson, Yeah. And, and and what was how is this in a book? Johnny, no, it's, it's like an autobiography. Like Johnny Depp's character is Hunter S. Thompson. Like so, Hunter S. Thompson wrote this book about a bad trip he had one time, and I think he's written a bunch of other shit. Is this one trip? Yeah, like this one experience of tripping in Vegas, and he wrote a book about it. And mm. and I think he's wrote a bunch of books. I think he's like revered as an author. They've made other movies from his books as well. I think. Um, Robert De Niro played him at one in another movie or something. Um, oh, I've just seen photos of him. Dude, this guy sucks. Oh, I, didn't, no, I didn't actually see him. He but, looks like the guy from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah. But, so then, oh. So I read that like that's – so Johnny Depp's playing him and Johnny Depp like went full deep like method and like lived in his house for ages before shooting. Oh, he would have been so fucking annoying. Hunter S. Thompson like <laughs> – He's the one that shaved Johnny Depp's head to give him the like the the baldingness and stuff. Like that's real. That's not a bald cap. Oh my god! So he's revered. He's very revered as a person. Oh no, sorry. Bill Murray played him in another movie. Oh okay. I uh, see. This thing is, I probably would have enjoyed Bill Murray's version. 
Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know what that movie is or what it's about, but I'm imagining there's probably drugs in it because it sounds like that's what yeah, this guy's it sounds about. like that's his brand. Yeah, it's his whole but, thing. Like, this is the thing: is like I would think that Johnny Depp's portrayal of Hunter Thompson is accurate, and this is me throwing stuff out here. Tweet at me your feelings <laughs> on this, or oh, Alex, you just say them back to me. Um, but so I feel like Johnny Depp's Hunter S. Thompson would be more accurate. Of who he was. Than a Bill Murray. And that's why I fucking hate him. Uh, Whereas whatever Bill Murray does, I'm sure I'm like, you're still Bill Murray and I will find you charming and no you matter some, what. Yeah, you've somehow made it lovable. Yeah. yeah. So true. In your mystical way. So true. But weirdly, Johnny Depp has an undercurrent or like an ability to yeah. make like some of the characters he plays not lovable. Oh, a bit of a fuckhead, where you may say. Where did that come from, oh, do where you does think, that come into play? At his core. Who knows? <laughs> Whereas, like, fucking please don't cancel Bill, hopefully, at this point. Yeah. Alex, it, we can't say it anymore because <laughs> people will just be like, actually, like, ah, fuck. Oh, is there nothing left in this world? Yeah. During the initial development to get the film made, apparently Jack Nicholson and Marlon Brando was originally considered as the duo. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. But they got too old because I, th- I think this is, like, in – pre-production for like decades or something and that makes sense shopped around and shit yeah this movie felt very when i saw 1998 when i looked it up i was like this movie feels old like it feels so much older than that like it was feels like it was made in the 70s wherever it is set yeah yeah so true because everything is just like dirty like so dirty so grimy yeah, everyone looks sweaty and high. I just like <laughs> like a bit of glitter on them at some point. It's like leave the disco somewhere in your life, you know? Yeah, and apparently it was like uh, some people wanted it or I don't know, the studio maybe wanted it to be set in current times like in the 90s. Right. But this is the thing is we had Crimes in the 90s. Yeah, we had like accountability. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, somewhat. <laughs> a, a mild margin more yeah. than the, the 70s. Yeah. But yeah, and then for some reason, I think maybe Hunter S. Thompson put his foot down and was like, no, it needs to be set when it happened to me. That's the only real thing. That's exactly what he would fucking say. I've never met this guy, I've never seen anything. Uh, never, I don't care. Well, well, yeah, I'm like, I know who you are, fuckhead. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I've had to sit with you at a fucking party while you go into a K hole. Oh my god! And say, don't leave me. And I was like, ah, oh, <laughs> this is how I wanted my Saturday night to be. This is fun. Yeah, this no, is really fun. Tell me more about conspiracy theories while you're down there. Yeah, and mm. also just tell me like how you're smart. Yeah. And why you're so intelligent. Keep using those big words. Talk at me. Yeah. You know, don't wait for a response. No, 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 no. Mm, this is not a discourse. Don't even breathe. Oh, please. No, <laughs> just ramble, ramble, ramble. Yeah. Be out of breath with every sentence. I'm lapping it up. But don't stop Don't talking. stop. Don't you dare stop. You will die. I want you looking blue in the face like you're going to vomit. Every single word. I love it. I love it. God, I miss socializing. Yeah. <laughs> in these times. <laughs> um, oh, quick shout out to just another very, actually, I, I lied before. My favorite cameo was, I don't know what his real name is. And I don't know what anything else I know what you're done. about to say. I know what you're about to say. The priest from Sister Act. No. Oh, okay. Okay. That's not what I was going to say. <laughs> that's very obtuse. That's crazy. 
He, uh, Where the, was he? The cute little priest from Sister Act was the guy speaking at the anti-drug like fucking conference. Oh, that guy. Yeah, he plays the cute little. It's which is such a disparate like fucking character. Like he's the awful guy spitting and being gross yeah. and stuff in this movie. But in Sister Act, he's the cute little priest who like helps Whoopi Goldberg, you know, be a nun. Yeah, I think I haven't watched it in a while. I haven't seen Sister Act, so I don't know. Okay. Oh, yeah. Patreon. Well, let's get it in there. Mm, my instinct just then was to be, you haven't seen, seen Sister, Sister Act? Act? Honestly, that's one that I'm like, yeah, I definitely feel like I should have. I think everyone should mm. see Whoopi Goldberg's movie. Sorry. That's a that's a something guide to ladies' cinema. Yeah. I just ladied cinema you. Yeah. How about, yeah. How about everyone's cinema? How about that? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> cinema is for everyone, you guys. Exactly. Well, another cameo that I was going to talk about mm. is um, Gibbs from NCIS is a magazine reporter. He's in there for like a hot second. Oh, I missed that completely. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. The old, the cute, wait, Gibbs. This is oh, the old one. The, the main the main guy. Yeah. In Yes. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Jethro. Yes. Jethro Gibbs. Jethro Gibbs. I used to watch NCIS a lot oh, <laughs> in my teenage years. All right. Let's sing the theme song. Shit. Do, do, do. Da, 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 da. So you can't do it. I can't. You can hear it playing NCIS, in your head, can't you? NCIS. I'm not national crime something scene. NCIS. Yeah, hey. <laughs> Jethro Gibbs. I build boats in my basement. And do, 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 do. at some point, Alex J is going to pretend that she's the goth chick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Didn't we all put, oh, I want to be Abby so bad. I, I, for years, I had a fucking blunt fringe and black hair. I thought I was Abby so hard. <laughs> oh, well, that's fun. Fun, fun, fun. I thought this cameo is fun. The only fun part of this whole fucking movie. Yeah, that is the only thing that you could possibly want to watch it for is like, oh, that's that guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this movie is, oh, it's that guy. Yeah. If you want to spend two hours saying, oh, it's that guy a couple of times, this is the movie for you. Yeah, yeah. I'll be like, who is that guy? Yeah. I know that guy. Pause. IMDb. <laughs> this is the movie for you. Yeah. And even then there's a lot of like <laughs> old white guys in this movie. So you get like the list and you're like, ugh. Ah, I don't know which one he is. Yeah. It's a fun game. They it's all a fun, 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 fun game. Um, par- apparently at some point Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi were considered for the duo. I would have been livid. I would not have. I would have refused to watch this movie. True, agreed. If that was the case, agreed. Yeah, but they didn't because Belushi died. So, I mean, it's a sad. He got off easy, but I'm also like, we dodged a bullet. I think he dodged a bullet. Yeah. Um, there were heaps of people like that were considered, you know, in quotes. Who else? Tell me, tell me. John Malkovich. Oh, you'll love this. At one point, John Cusack was almost cast. He previously directed the play version of Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. What's the play version? There's multiple mediums of this fucking franchise. And his brother played Duke in the the play. John Cusack? (laughs) (laughs) She went real. She went full back. She shaved her head. Yeah. (laughs) 
I would watch the, that. Yeah. Wait, that means that, okay, unless there's a fourth Cusack sibling. Yeah. They're all actors. They have to. Yeah, fuck. Wow. Good for you, Cusacks. That's a fact. Tell um, everyone about however, it. However, after Hunter S. Thompson met after Hunter S. Thompson met with Johnny Depp, he became convinced that no one else could play him. Ugh, God, I hate that. That's hard. That's like me meeting out with like Gigi Hadid and being like, <laughs> "You're the only person that could play me." I will in my lifetime movie. Not write this screenplay unless. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm so old. My immediate like. Fucking reference was Pamela Anderson. Yeah, well, I know. <laughs> Just that was about to say, unless Pamela Anderson plays me. Yeah. All right. I'm Let's stuck in the 90s, yeah. I think. <laughs> Gigi Hadid, that's a much cooler Thanks. reference. Hey, no worries. It's okay. I, honestly, I was impressed at myself. <laughs> yeah, fuck. That's amazing. Um, the lead actors took. Oh, like, that's so wanky. Yeah. I hate this guy so much. I hate him. The lead actors undertook extraordinary preparations for their roles. What, like taking a fuck ton of drugs? I guess. That's not prep. Learning how to be famous. Yeah. (laughs) That's Hollywood, baby. Um, also, also, everyone in Hollywood is prepped for this. Yeah, anyone could play this role. Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah, they just weren't tens like Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah, tens physically. Yeah, which he then brought twos down mentally. Yeah, which he then brought down to a two mm. by shaving his head and, yeah. and making him look so ridiculous. But um, Del Toro, not so, hang on, I'm not bald shaming. His entire aesthetic was ridiculous. Anyway. Um, Del Toro gained more than 45 pounds in nine weeks before. Was that like 15 kilos? It's like 18 In kilos. nine weeks? In nine weeks. His poor insides. Oh, my eating God. Eating 16 That's... donuts a day. Oh, you'd be sick. Oh, you'd be so sick. You would feel sick. Oh, my God. All the time. Because um, his – but Del Toro's character is based on a real person that Hunter S. Thompson knows. His actual, I think his actual attorney, this guy called Acosta. Um and then in this, yeah, like I said earlier, in the spring of 97, Depp moved into the basement of Thompson's farm home and lived there for four months researching this role. Like Del Toro did? No, uh, oh, sorry, Johnny uh, Depp so, did. Sorry, yeah. Moved into um, Huntress Thompson's basement doing research oh, got for the role. High. I guess. So he lived yeah. the life of a college student moving into dad's basement, basement and getting fucking high. For free. How are people, oh, people being like, this is prep for roll. That should just be a wake up call to Hunter S. Thompson. Just looking at that being like, oh, I shouldn't tell people about what I've done. So true. I should be really fucking embarrassed. Oh my uh, God. If prepping for a role to play you in a movie is just taking a buttload of drugs. Yeah, it's playing a dead shit son. It's like, a bit of a wake up call. <laughs> Because I hated how he spoke. Oh, uh, uh. My Tony and I. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Fucking like, mumbling. You, what are you, you're, you're your own character. This is how I imagine, like, dudes imagine, like, what? <sighs> they imagine, like, a hero to talk. Like, I don't. Oh wow! I wrote a very a note very similar to that. I completely mm. agree with you. Yeah. I was like, "This is what all the f- <laughs> sorry." I've just come up against these kinds of people so often of like that faux intellectualness. Yes, right. Yes, of dudes, lots mm. of big words, rambling, very Real quick, fast. very mumbly. Yeah, if you, if you can't keep up, you don't deserve to know what I'm saying. Yeah. Kind of shit. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, on the fucking Ugh. money. Ugh. 
You know who else? You know who else it reminded me of? Who I was like, mm. oh, you know, this is kind of a dead-on impression of fucking Jim Carrey. Yes, very Jim Carrey-esque. Yep. Yes. But not fun. But not funny. funny. <laughs> but it, not in a cool it, way. It literally is like the physicality is all Jim Carrey. Even the cadence is as very, well. Yeah, and they're very but like you, he's very squirmy and yeah. all over the place and with his arms. And dramatic, like a lot of like head turns, like a bird. Chaotic. Great yeah. word. Yeah. Yeah. This movie is chaotic. Yeah, but instead of it just being like something that's played for laughs and is very funny and comical, you're just concerned because like this person is high in their mind and in so much fucking danger and endangering everyone around them. It's like, oh, you've ruined Jim Carrey for me now. Thank you. Fuck you, Huntress Sorry, I didn't mean to bring Thompson. that. I didn't mean to ruin Jim Carrey for everyone. <gasps> Ugh, Ugh, yuck. Fucking bullshit. Like, honestly, I text... <laughs> I texted a group of friends after this. I was like, hey, uh, I turned down going for drinks with friends to watch this fucking movie. Oh, dude, I'm so, so, I'm so sorry. Yeah, and like, how was it? I was like, honestly, I don't know how men are allowed to make things anymore after <laughs> watching this. <laughs> like, this is just, honestly, it's like, it feeds, this feels like to me, a little like guilty pleasure of mine is getting like blackout drunk mm. and then people telling you what you did. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm like, because, like, I, I, I'm i not a drunk that ruins people's lives. No, it's no, no, like, not I, at all. I'm like, oh, that's, fun. oh, that's funny. I killed it. Yeah. But, like, it's like, I like hearing their stories back. I'm like, oh, silly little me. I'm hilarious. <laughs> but this is a man doing that of just being, like, getting high and then making everyone listen to the fucking story of how he got high. And it's like, no one cares as much as you, man. That is this entire movie is someone recounting a story of yeah. when they got high one time. Yeah. And no one else is high. No, no one's, one's asked you to tell no one's the story. That, no one wants the story. No one's like, what is it like to be on What was Vegas like the, the other, other weekend when you guys went? Well, yeah. Tell us about it. Yeah. No one is saying No one that. gives a fuck. He's, shut, he's, shut up, Hunter he's, S. Thompson. He's swanning into a party stinking up the place with his definite bad B.O. and not oh, washed yeah. clothes. Yeah. And he's got his fucking cigarette and he's blowing into people's faces. He's like, I'm going to show you about this time I went to Vegas. And I don't know what his fucking voice is. And mm. everyone at the party's like, <sighs> Hunter's he here again. Leave? Like, and in his mind he's killing because he's high as shit. Yeah. And you're like, nah, everyone's fucking. Do you realise that this was a group of Bored. ten people and now yeah. it's a group of one? Yeah. <laughs> and it's just Benicio Del Toro. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they would stink. I just think I, I just didn't like it also because like watching people trip is stressful to me. Like I Same, yeah. In movies and stuff. I don't like I Unless it's played for comedy. Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I totally get what you I don't like watching it. I don't it's it's too, like on a base level it's stressful. Mm. Like I don't um partake in the like hallucinogenic drugs because it it's it sounds like i would it, it sounds like a nightmare yeah this movie is an example of it it being a nightmare mm. so that's not enjoyable so if you don't enjoy that kind of shit don't watch it i was thinking like i, I was thinking like who likes this movie like what who is this movie for why oh. did it become a cult film you know i think like a those faux intellectuals yeah. who are like it's cinema he's philosophizing um, i reckon yeah. they were just like uh getting it's a comment on the ptsd of the vietnam veterans and how drugs affects their life blah, 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 blah. exactly 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 yeah and it's like no watch, it's not watch platoon yeah fuckhead. Mm. like yeah that's getting off 
light. Yeah, that's who. And also, I mm. think people who do a fuck ton of drugs. Yeah, that's all I could think of was like, I can see how if you enjoy tripping and if you enjoy this experience that mm. they're going through, watching this would probably be a great time. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably be like, yeah, fucking I love it when that shit happens. I love when I... I didn't yeah, even. hey, I love when I spin out. I love. I love when I go on a K hole. That's one of the only ones I know. I've said it twice now. Ruin everyone's lives around. I love me. it when I surf the stars. Is that it? I don't oh. know. I'm making. Did stuff you make up that up? Yeah. Dude, that sounds real. Hey, thanks, man. Surf the stars. Yeah, I'm pretty radical. You are radical. Yeah, pretty sick. Pretty you, shucker. You're you know basically Huntress Thompson right now. Yeah. Oh no, Alex, don't even. <laughs> Probably call them celestial beings or some yeah. shit. This this movie is for people who unironically wear bucket hats. <laughs> <laughs> we know you're out we there. See you out there. <laughs> do they like to? This thing is, I do see a correlation with people who do a fuck, fuck ton of drugs and wear bucket hats. I'm like, does it? Does it? Does it help with the trip? <laughs> do you like? Do you? What what is because I'm seeing a real like did it start with did you see <laughs> throw up fear Las Vegas so Vegas and be like sick bucket hat while I do drugs or is there genuine function to it is do you it, feel safer in the bucket it's hat? the chicken or the egg situation does it stop you getting too high by weighing you down because no one expects anything of you anymore you dead shit. <laughs> Just the weight of responsibility is gone and off into the stars you go. Yeah, I'm going to surf those stars with my bucket hat. Yeah, fuck. Hey, if you wear a bucket hat and you get high, hit us on the tweets. Tell us what's up. If you are, you're probably not listening to this no, podcast. No, I can't imagine. Yeah, you're in. an Isaac Butterfield fan, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> Unless anyone remixes this into yeah, a parody true. song about how funny. women aren't funny. That would be f- – oh, that's fun. Oh, I that's hope to be featured. It. I hope to be featured. Um, look, what disappoints me but also makes sense about this movie is that it was directed by Terry Gilliam. Who that? The guy from The guy from Monty Python. Oh, come on, dude. The director and also he's like one of the cast but he I think he more mainly directed a lot of yeah. their shit. Um, and it – you know, if you watch it through the lens of this is directed by one of the Pythons, yeah, it makes sense because it's very Python-esque. Like it's very um, absurd and weird and weird angles and like animals yeah. and lizards and shit. Like, oh, it reminds me of and it went wherever yes. I yes. may go. Yeah. With so the bendy arms. It, yes, it makes you sense. You know what I'm talking about, everyone. Well, I mean, yeah, Python was just basically like tri- yeah. tripping yeah, right, yeah, yeah, and yeah. watching something. And that was like from the 70s? Mm. Yeah. So the, that guy directed uh, this. So that makes more sense, but I'm also mad about it because I love Python and I'm sad because I hate this movie. This movie isn't funny. That's what annoys me. If this movie was funny, so different. And it is kind of, you kind of get the impression that it's meant to be a comedy because it's quirky, it's silly, yeah. it's weird. And those angles like... I did enjoy that the different camera angles, like how they're real weird close ups and Yeah, how they film things. Underneath. I was like, Oh, that's cool. How are they doing that? Yeah. And like moving the set in certain ways. But this is the thing, is the overarching stress of the movie mm. took me I couldn't enjoy it. So true. Yeah, it, yeah, you can't. It's too distracting. Yeah. Cause if you haven't seen it, what like 
most of the movie is from like their perspective. So we're not watching as a third party, watching them freak out. We're seeing what they're seeing yeah. in their trip. Like, so we're seeing the monsters. We're seeing the, the rooms get warped and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I feel sick. Mm. Like, so, yeah. So the Python thing. Like, yeah, that tracks. tracks. Okay, that. damn. That's so interesting to know. Still, still doesn't mean it's a good movie. Though. Yeah. Oh, fuck no. I think it could have almost <sighs> been a good movie. Hmm. Mm-hmm. If it was like, mm. yeah, if it was funny or not, so intensely from the pers- like it, making making the high person who's fucking everything up the protagonist. Yes, I didn't like that. Yes, and there's no villains. Yeah, there, and there's not a single redeeming factor. He yeah, he's the hero and the villain, and, and he has no redeeming factors whatsoever. And yeah, you're so right. And, and it's what you said at the start. You can't care about anyone in this movie. You don't care. And I think I was like distracted the whole movie because I was like searching, like grasping, scrambling for a redeeming factor because like during it, I think maybe this is just like my primitive movie watching mind is just like someone needs to be good and someone needs to be bad. I need to feel safe with someone and I need to hate someone, yeah. right? But you hate both of them. And, and the whole time I'm like, oh, okay, so Johnny Depp's the moral compass. Wait, mm. no, Benicio Del Toro is the moral compass. Like they, yeah. s- they flip the entire movie from being like the good guy's reasoning versus the fucking shitheads yeah. doing the shitty things. And they flip, they flip, mm. and, and it's, too, it's too confusing and you can't grasp onto anything yeah. during it. Yeah, there's nothing to hold on to. And I felt unsafe. Yes. Yeah. You feel unsafe. Mm. My anxiety was through the fucking roof during yeah. this movie. Hated. Oh, yeah, yeah. I needed to take a few deep breaths. Because at one point, like I can't have, remember the exact examples, but yeah, at one point I was like, okay, Benicio, Benicio de Toro is telling Johnny Depp that he's being a bad guy. Mm. Okay. So through that really fucked up conversation about. Um, oh, human trafficking? Yeah. To try and sell Christina Ritchie for yeah. money? Yes. Yeah, that conversation. Should we. I mean, I didn't even know what no, you, you say talk about, about the moral conversation. No, I, mean, I didn't even know what to yeah. say about that fucking conversation. Well, because, like, all of a sudden, uh, Benicio de Toro is the one who's, like, clearly trying to fuck her if mm. he has and may have already. We don't know. But he's he, getting her high yeah. and keeping her in the hotel room. And she's a child. Yeah, she's definitely under 16. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Or at least just 16. Yeah. And so Johnny Depp pulls him out of the hotel room. He's like, what are you doing, man? She's a kid. And all of a sudden he's like. What if we sell her for money? Like, what if we get her high and people just fuck her? The cops is what they were talking about. He was like, I had to rewind it and put subtitles. Oh, I had to watch this entire movie in subtitles. But yeah. I had to rewind it because it's so hard to follow their conversations. Cause yeah, because they talk so fast. <laughs> and Ugh. they're disjointed. But basically, I think what I gathered was that they were saying that they needed to get rid of her because she's a liability mm. because she's underage. So yeah. she could go to the cops and tell on Benicio. So they need to get rid of her and put her in a different hotel. And then Johnny Depp's character for like fucking ages. It's not just like a one offhanded line for ages. Oh, yeah. Plans talking and about and- like put her in this hotel, let the cops loose on her. Vegas cops are like dirty and they'll have their way with her basically. Like it was very upsetting. Yeah, yeah. It's fucked. In a cool comedy movie. and But that but so in that scene, Benicio Toro was kind of the moral compass. He was the one – he was us. Like he was being like, dude, that's sick. That's fucked. Yeah, Stop talking don't like do that. that. That's Stop so, saying that's that. That's actually a crime, bro. Yeah, he kept saying over and over like, that's sick. Stop saying that. 
But then fucking flip to the next scene and Benicio's doing something fucked and Johnny's calling him out on it. So, yeah, you don't feel safe at all. Yeah. With any of the characters. No, they're horrible fucking people. (sighs) (sighs) You know what pissed me off in this movie so much? It's like most of my notes are like, how is someone not throwing up yet? Like about every 20 minutes, I'm like, when is someone going to vomit? Like just tell me where. Like when are you going to purge that shit? Days and days and days of doing drugs and drinking. Like sometimes all I need is a solid afternoon and I need to puke. Oh, and I I love a tactical spew. Yeah. I'm all about that. Always the pie's got to keep going. Yeah. But not over days and weeks. No. And while you're meant to be working. But like, I was like, when are people going to, when's someone going to vomit? And when someone did, that was the only relief I felt in the movie. Like, oh God. Oh, they're getting it out. I know the exact moment. Yeah. Benicio del Toro is yeah. over a, a, a toilet. And I do Just remember feeling a bit of relief. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, you'll feel better after this, buddy. Mm. Even though you're an awful person. Awful, awful man. And that whole sequence, this is a really, like, it, it builds and builds. They're doing all these drugs, but then there's this massive sequence where they're on ether, and it's that one where he's like, just one drop, man, one drop will fuck you up. And then yeah. he ends up, Johnny ends up downing the whole bottle, and then he fucks up the whole hotel room, and it becomes yeah. that swamp yeah. thing. I hated that. I don't know if that's meant to be reality or his perception of the hotel room. I really hoped it was uh, not reality because I was mm. like, how is this possible? That Yeah, that's how what makes me think it's not reality. Yeah, because I'm like, how have you done this in this amount of time? And if you have, go to jail. Yeah, go to jail. Commit yourself to an institution of some kind yeah. for, for mental health. Yeah, yeah, because you're, you're done fucked, your brain, son. And the guy wrote this. Like, he wrote it. The guy, the titular character. Writing just a book about no, yourself doing means. drugs. It's just so fucking... Yuck. So yuck. There was one point in this movie, Alex, I wonder if you noticed it. You might not have mm-hmm. because you were driving at the time that we saw it. When we drove what? from Las Vegas <gasps> to LA. Oh, we did this trip. Yeah. Not the trip trip. but Not the, the trip trip. The physical trip. The trip. We would never. Not the mental, but the physical. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We would tourist <laughs> another country. We're not getting on drug charges. In America too. Yeah, Jesus. BTW. We w- drove past the rest stop. Shut up. What? Yes. The disgusting rest stop that looks like it's out of fucking Mad Max. Oh, my God. That whole scene is troubling too. Yeah, we drove past even. it. I remember thinking like, yuck. <gasps> That's so funny. Yeah. I don't remember that. We came up in the movie and I was like, with your phone number. You might have because you were doing all the driving because I uh, was too scared. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was secretly terrified. Yeah, they drive on the other side of the road. It's silly. And then the driver's seat is on the other side of the oh. thing. What are you doing? Oh, my God. I completely forgot. Okay, so that scene's fucked too, the way they treat that waitress. It's yeah. just – anyway. Anyway, but, yeah, we went past that rest stop. So That's fine. Fun. <laughs> and that's about all the fun in the movie. Sure. <laughs> I will finish by saying that um, I did read a quote from Terry Gilliam, the director, who said, and again, this makes a bit more sense, I want it to be, quote, I want it to be seen as one of the great movies of all time and one of the most hated movies of all time. I think he got the second part, right? I think he got the second part, right? Well, you know what? He might actually have got both right because... I have RottenTomatoes.com in front of me. Oh, yeah? Uh, and the tomato meter gives it 50%. Oh, 
but the audience score gives it 89%. Alex has put the microphone down. Alex. Nope. 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 Do you know what that fucking 89% is? They're all the people. They're all the fucking people. Shamed us for not seeing these stupid movies this whole time. Yeah. Do you want to hear some of these uh, five star reviews that it gets? Some people gave it an entire five. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Or whatever the high, I don't know. Five tomatoes? So, five tomatoes, however it works. I don't sure. know. I'm not on there. Um, it's certainly distinctive. Looking at times like Richard Lester put through a postmodernist blender. <laughs> oh, that guy thinks he's Hunter S. Thompson. That's just what he that's That's his whole fucking identity. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, one standout is Johnny Depp who brings Hunter S. Thompson to bald-headed pigeon-toed life. Yuck! Yeah, you can bring a character to life. It doesn't mean the f- movie's good. Mm. A particular and oddly haunting achievement. How about no? How about you use normal words? How about you don't want movies? Wankers. Not, not, I'm great if a movie emotionally stays with you, but haunts you? Mm. No. Uh, this is another one that I'm genuinely interested. If any of our listeners do actually love this movie, I like you can jump into my DMs. Like I'd be really interested to know why without any kind of like wanky Hunter S. Thompson-y rambly type yeah. ex- explanation about philosophy. In a tweet, it has to fit in one tweet and not a thread, one tweet. True. Character. I want 140 characters. But yeah. I really am genuinely interested. Like, is it just because you like drugs and you like seeing the experience of it because you enjoy the experience of it, in which case I get it. But otherwise, like, what is it that keeps you coming back to this movie? Like, there's, again, you don't care. No one cares about it. Mm. You're not meant to care about them. Yeah, he doesn't want you to like it. There's no story. There's not even really a storyline with a beginning, middle, and end. There's no climax. It's just nothing. Oh, let me read you this review. (laughs) This is exactly who we're talking about. We picked it. The exact Uh, people. Fucking. Oh, this is perfect. That this guy has a bucket hat. Oh, yeah. His name is Scott D. And this review was Scotty D. August 9th, 2020, <gasps> six days ago. Whoa. Maybe uh, it's one of our listeners. <laughs> maybe. It does turn yourself into the cops, Scott D. <laughs> Scott D says, amazing performance by Johnny Depp. Definitely portrayed Hunter S. Thompson better than anyone else could have. A shaman isn't rated higher on this site. I literally made an account just to add a five-star review because it deserves it. Do yourself a favor and watch this movie. If you <gasps> haven't already seen it, watch it again. Oh, <gasps> sorry. If you... <laughs> If you've already seen it, watch it again. Maybe smoke some wheat, then watch it. Or have a few drinks while watching it. Or drop some acid and eat some mushrooms. Or watch it sober. Whatever floats your boat. Anyways, this is an iconic movie produced from an iconic book that captures humanity at its most beautiful, most ugly, most raw form. Watch it. (laughs) (laughs) We couldn't have written that better. Is this been the arch nemesis of our podcast? I think if we have to ever give a, the dude, you know, it, the the massive like ethereal dude a name, it has to be Scotty D. This that's is, he. That's yeah. him. That's him. That's him. It, it, the peppered throughout, you have to, to watch, watch it. it. You, you must watch, watch it. it. You have to. 
What if people? Uh, what if we just don't like these kind of movies? Yeah, any and there's like a huge ton of people out there who have very negative experiences with drugs with or people surrounding several them. things that are in this yeah, movie. Like just being like, what? It's like you're so dismissive of people's experiences in life. Exactly, and not even experiences, but just like what they enjoy to watch That's on a screen. Also fucking true. You know, like, uh, and the whole. This is what is also annoying for me is like that he's like no one could play Hunter S. Thompson better. Sure. Johnny Depp did a great Someone uglier, I'll say that. All right, yeah. Straight out of the gates. But like he did a great – Man's got a face like a toe. He does have a toe face. Um, He did did a great performance. I'm not begrudging him that. I think he did a great performance. I don't know what Hunter S. Thompson is like in real life, but he was a great actor. We're not banging on their performances – Terrible person, great actor. What would you rather be? But it's just a bad movie. You yeah. can be a good – you can have a good performance, but it can still be a shit Yeah, film. it can still be unenjoyable. But I think these these Scotty D's, yeah. they're Watch just – Watch the highlights on YouTube to see his performance. Yeah. You don't need to waste two hours of your life. Exactly. <sighs> All right. Well. <laughs> that was good. That was cathartic. Yeah. I've um, had a big week, so that was really nice. Yeah, I felt the energy flow from you. Feel really that nice. out, yeah. Woo. I'm loose, I'm limber. I'll go right. for a run now. Alex? Yes. You want to get high? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's drop some acid. No, Alex, did this movie make you horny? Nope. You? Uh, reverse horny. Mm. Real yucky. Yeah, another movie. Don't eat while watching it. Yeah. And don't do – yeah, just <laughs> – just don't do any kind of substance yeah. whatsoever. Mm-mm. I had a glass no. of wine and like, you know, so I, I do use some kind of a substance perhaps to help me sleep at night. Maybe I partook in that morphine. before. <laughs> <laughs> it's morphine. Um, and opioids. But no, like, <laughs> you know, even fucking just that to get to sleep was like, this is, I uh, just don't watch it. Yeah. No. In any state. No, no, yeah. Fuck, it, fuck off, Scotty D. Fuck off, Scotty D. And You're wrong. fuck you, Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. Um, would you rec- ever recommend this movie on a date? No. Mm-mm. If someone mentions this movie to you on a date in any positive light, yeah, it, it, run. Uh, or just be like, oh, cool, we're going to do ketamine later. Like, just... <laughs> Just lock know, that in. Know what the options yeah, are. Yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I would run if someone yeah. if I went on a date and a dude was like, ever seen Fear and Loathing? Yeah. Because that's what the Scotty D's call it. It's just yeah, Fear yeah. and Loathing. Not in Las Vegas, just Fear yeah, and Loathing. Fear and Loathing. Mm. F- FAL? Have you ever seen FAL? Yes, it's all down here, Rotten Tomatoes. I'm just like, fuck. Oh. He really? Like, Have you ever seen FNL? No. I reckon he I would say that, that. Scotty D would say he that on absolutely dates. absolutely would. And I would. Right, it's a massive red flag. And he'd sit down and he'd take a bunch of acid and his date would be like, no, thank you. And then uh, at the end of it, she's just like sitting there or he, who knows, mm-hmm. uh, just sitting there just like, what the fuck what was is that? Going on? And he, he he tips his bucket hat to the <laughs> – He doffs. He, do, he doffs his bucket hat and says, yeah. well, what do you think about that? <laughs> My lady. My lady. <laughs> Okay, uh, uh, ratings. Ratings. How many bucket hats out of five? Oh, God. Oh. Mm. You gave me a zap. It's just, it's just two words. It's just a, a noun, but it, it brings, it, it's so visceral, you know, like it, it brings up such physical reactions. Yeah. How many? 
One for the cameos. Sure. Same. One. That's it. One could I would zero if yeah. but I just don't I don't want a zero yet. No. I don't I don't think you I'm haven't done ready a for a yet. zero. No. I've yeah. done a zero. You have? Or you yeah, haven't? for um high fidelity? Yeah, probably. Refused to rate it. Probably. Refused, yeah. Yeah. This one, no, this one didn't make me as mad as High Fidelity. Yeah. Because if High Fidelity genuinely does a disservice to people. Yeah, people, and particularly women, it mm. paints them in a very, it paints them with a very negative brush. And it does a disservice to men as well. Yeah, and so it's got a lot of gender politics in there that mm. I really, really triggered a part of me that I'm not. Yeah. This is not fun and not fucking nice. This is just, um, again, just a man jacking off on screen like yeah. to his own story, which I'm like, Ugh. The fact that it's autobiographical. It's just I mean, annoying. On. You're just annoying. Yeah. You're an annoying dude at a party. Who gave you – who spent enough time with you to A, give you a book deal and then B, turn into a movie? He was, you're he, annoying. I he was just rich and he had sycophants just all around him being like, you're amazing, yeah. you're a philosopher, we yeah. love you. Or he gave someone enough acid. They were like, dude, yes. He was definitely a dealer. Yep. Uh, <laughs> well, that was Fear, Fear and Loathing in, in Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. You guys, we release episodes weekly, so please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And please, guys, join us next week when we watch Batman Begins. Is it DC? Is it Marvel? We don't know. And we're going to annoy the shit out of you. I'm so scared. I'm terrified. Genuinely. If you want to keep up with us, <laughs> which movies we are reviewing, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dude Cinema Pod and like our Facebook page, Lee's Guide to Dude Cinema. You can chat to us there or shoot us an email at Guide to Dude Cinema at gmail.com. And guys, if you are on iTunes, uh, sling us a Scotty D, which means give us five stars, baby. Sling us a Scotty D. That's what's up. Fuck. All right, Alex. (laughs) A cool potato, you. (laughs) And a cool potato, yours. (laughs) Aiden. <laughs>